This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today, we get to feature a couple of really outstanding folks that are going to be with us uh, for the entire hour. It's kind of a family affair, really, and two of them are very talented singers, songwriters, and one is their mom, who's also a singer, or she's a songwriter, an author. She's written several books. Uh, she does shows. She's a advocate for disabled people. She's got it all going on. Her name, and first of all, I got to talk to Eric, and, to, and we've got to Eric, Eric, alert, alert on my computer. It says, oh, no, we're going to have a heat disaster this weekend. <laughs> I don't know about disaster. It looks like it's warmed up here, and uh, today we're going to be about, what, 79, and then the next couple days in the 80s. So, uh, you know, a little bit of a change of pace <laughs> from the last several weeks. But uh, I don't think it's anything that uh, we can't handle. Of course, that being said, you know, you, you do want to, you know, give yourself plenty of air circulation and keep hydrated. And, uh, you know, if you uh, are not in a cool place already with your housing environment, there are, you know, cool places around the area that you can visit to keep cool. And please, this is my public service announcement. Please do not leave your pet and or kids unattended in a car when it gets to be that hot because the temperature rises amazingly fast and right. can do damage really quickly, don't you think? Very important. Yeah, so please um, leave your dog home if you're going to leave him in the car for any length of time. He's much better panting in his house than he is uh, you're risking his life in the in the, in his car. So uh, please, please do that. And Eric, thank you. We've got a great show for you today. It's a musical show. I love music. So I know. Can't wait. You are you are really uh, good. One of these days, I've got to have Eric as the guest to talk about his band and what he does. But um, sadly, that's not going to be today because we've got. <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> and I'm not sure that you would do it anyway. I would, but we'll talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> very good. Uh, I want to introduce uh, Mary Elizabeth Jackson. She is mother of the Jackson Two, and and she and uh, her her kids. Um, she's got uh, sisters Jay. We're going to be talking to them in the second half hour. But you know, I finally, finally, finally get you to myself. <laughs> I know. We are telling Elizabeth we've been talking about this for like a year now, almost. Yes, and we've had we've had uh, Mr. Thornton on, and and your co-writer, and and the girls and stuff, and but you do so much that I thought that it would be appropriate for us to talk to you about your work and your passion and what you're doing. So, um, besides, it's Mother's Day weekend. I know, and I've already got the first of my little Mother's Day gifts. My when I picked my son up from school today, they had made. Um, they had, you know, painted a little pot and then put some flowers in it. And so uh, very sweet. I'll save it forever. <laughs> oh, yes. And and he's a talented young man himself. He's working on it. You know, he's working on he this last year in um, 
November, he was, he got paid actually as an actor in a play um, and with, you know, professional actors, which was really cool. It's based on a true story. Um, and, um, you know, he's learning drums and a couple other instruments and I don't know, we'll see what happens with him. <laughs> to be, you know, how old is he? 11 or something? No, he'll be 10 on Monday, actually. Oh, wow. And he's 10 years old and he got paid as an actor. Do you have any idea how rare that is? Well, you know, I know. So cool. Right. And it was just a stipend, you know, so it wasn't anything major, but the fact that, you know, he can say that on a resume and, uh, you know, he's going to be doing, um, the theater that he did this with, uh, we've been with this theater for like 10 years, the girls do the summer camp. And, uh, this year will Lisa Elizabeth will be one of the, it will be the director of the camp. And then Lily will be, um, she's still kind of considered an intern cause she's in college. Uh, but she'll be directing choreography, you know, choreographing. I don't know what she'll be doing. You know, they'll both probably be in it. They've been, you know, working with the theater for 10 years. So, um, it's been amazing training. Uh, they got a lot of their vocal training through this, this theater and uh, growing up. And so then Carson will be in his, this will be his fourth show, I think with this theater. Um, and so it's really great for kids. I mean, you know, he's on the autism spectrum and, um, it's, I, I don't care what a child has going on. Theater is fantastic for children. Um, even if they never do anything with it, because it helps them to, you know, try to come out of their shell. You know, Elizabeth was painfully shy as a child growing up. Uh, so it was really good for her to be able to step out on stage and, um, be able to learn how to talk in front of people. You know, it's, it's great, uh, uh, core building skills, uh, for, you know, going into the corporate world or, you know, going out for a job, you know, if you got to, you know, interview for jobs and, you know, interview employees and, you know, give a speech. I mean, it's great for so many different things. I am convinced. And I've said it before on the show and I'll say it again here that every child should go through improvisational drama. Yes. Absolutely. At least just once. <laughs> yes, because in our world, things are moving so fast that it was really helpful to be able to think on your feet, to uh, be able to to do improvisation and and put it all together. It, it really, if you're going to be a salesperson, if you're going to be a speaker, if you're going to be a teacher, if you're going to be anything like that, you, you're going to speak to people. This is very helpful. So oh, absolutely. I, I applaud you for doing, doing that and being part of the, uh, uh, the theater group for so long because the girls have done really well through it. I mean, it's been amazing uh, what it's done for both of them, the confidence it's given them, um, the ability to be very professional in, in just, in just about anything they approach. Uh, because like you said, it gives you that fast on your feet thinking skills, sometimes having to, uh, do things at the last minute. That's what I remember um, for myself. Um, that's what I remember growing up as a dancer because I, I did. I, I worked at Disney World. That was one of my first jobs, and um, you know we would have routines that would change, or we'd have to. We we would either have to change them, or you know you'd learn something new right at the last minute. Uh, dance competition was like that, and so it, the skill that you get from that, you don't even realize what you're learning. Um, it's amazing, you know? So you worked at the happiest place on earth? 
<laughs> I guess that depends on the person in the day, you know, but yes, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot, you know, but yes, I did. We, we were, I grew up in Orlando and so we could see the fireworks from our house from where we lived because we oh, lived, wow. um, there's all those orange groves, you know, a lot of them don't exist anymore because they've done so much building, but yeah. So when I was 16, um, there was a group of us from, uh, that were on dance corps in high school and we all went to audition and it was, um, uh, I was kind of like, oh yeah, I'll go, you know, thing. And my mom was out of town that weekend and, um, went and then I made the callbacks and I was like, oh, this is kind of serious. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was hired. And so I was working there when I was 16, it was at night, it was in the, uh, electric light parade. So it made for some very light, late nights for school. So it didn't last that part of my job at Disney didn't last for a super long time, just because I had to switch and make sure I was working days because of school, you know? So, um, in the summertime, then I think it was the Donald duck 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary or something. So there was that whole thing going on and, um, it was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had, but I have worked at several theme parks in the Orlando and outlying area. And one of them is where I met my husband. <laughs> and um, I worked in Rosie O'Grady's. If anyone's ever been to Orlando, it's right off, it was right off I-4 downtown. And um, that was six years of my life uh, going into when I got married. And it was some of the funnest times that I've ever had, you know, great memories. Um, and, and learning a lot of skills there, you, you really don't realize the skill sets that you pick up to the jobs that you have, uh, but they're very important. Um, but you know, for my girls with the theater, um, and then having competitions in their life and performances and going to, uh, you know, district state national competitions with school, um, you know, they work, you know, if you talk to Ted, they're a music producer, he'll tell you how hard they work and how, you know, well they accommodate, um, because they have an understanding of, Let's get in and get this done kind of thing. You know, I got, I got to drop his name because Ted Perlman is a world famous producer. Yes. He's, he's worked with people like Whitney Houston. And I mean, the list is, is really long. I can't remember them all today, yes. but, but lots of, lots of really uh, talented people. And he will sit here and he will tell you that <laughs> Sisters Jay is as talented as anybody he's ever worked with. Oh, he's very sweet. Um, he's going to be performing with the girls tomorrow. They're going to be, if the rain holds off, because we've got tons of rain here. So if the rain holds off tomorrow, there's a, it's called a salt fest here in town. And um, they're raising money for um, a place where that houses uh, abused women and their families. And so the girls will be singing and Ted, when they perform now, Ted goes with them. He's like, they can't go anywhere without me. So you know, <laughs> we're like, okay. So, uh, you know, it's the three of them, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. They're having a good time. So they've got that tomorrow. And then, uh, the following Saturday, we're going to be making the video for the new song that I sent you. So the song is done. We're super, super excited about this song because my mic is muted. Sorry. Um, so Elizabeth, this new song called Breathe In, it's about breathing in and remembering who you are. You know, um, she wrote when she was 16 and it was about, uh, she saw that people were having anxiety. She was feeling anxiety. And so she felt like this hand was on her shoulder and it was like God just saying, just 
breathe in, just calm down and relax and just remember who you are, you know, remember who I made you to be. And so that's basically the premise of the, of the song. And, um, so we're going to be shooting the video next weekend and, you know, super excited about it. We're going to be bringing in some of the kids that my son, some of his friends and the kids he goes to school with, some of them have down syndrome, some are on the spectrum. We got typical kids and it's all about remembering, you know, who you are, how amazing you are. So I got to tell you, I don't know how you have enough time to do everything that you do uh, because you are a very, very busy person with, <laughs> with three kids. Now the, 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 the girls are old enough to take care of themselves, obviously, but you still have one at home and, and you've got a husband and you've got a dog and you've got, you're an author and you do uh, uh, radio shows and you do television shows and you do videos and you do a podcast. Oh, what's the name of your podcast, by the way? Oh, it's called cover to cover. And you and you talk to uh, uh, authors. Yeah, actually, authors and everything in the writing world. I actually interviewed um, these interviews aren't live yet, but I interviewed two publishers uh, the other day. So I like to give like I, I did a, a dynamic duo female team and then a gentleman uh, who worked for Thomas Nelson for 20 something years. And he has his own publishing company now here where I live. And um, so I really like to kind of cover all that, you know, and inspirational stories. There's another gentleman I interviewed this week who. He came uh, from India. He traveled all the way from India, had a hundred bucks in his, his pocket. Oh, you, you muted yourself again. Okay. Like I told you, I'm on my daughter's laptop. <laughs> so, hey, that's, okay. that's okay. But, you know, he came all the way from India and he, um, his book is called Never, Ever, Never, Ever, Ever Give Up. So I love the title period, right? Right. And um, you need to have this guy on your show. He's so amazing. And he is um, the president CEO of like Bancor Bank. And, you know, it's worth $12 billion, you know. So his his thing is he wants to reach half a million to a million kids this year, you know, teaching them about positivity and empowerment and financial empowerment. So I'm like, I support you 100%, you know. So I do too. That sounds like a wonderful, I, I need to have him on the show. We'll talk about that. Yeah, after yeah. The show. yeah um, absolutely. And you do all of these things and including one of the things that you're an advocate, tell us about your advocacy. Mm, my passion. <laughs> one of them for sure. Uh, so I've been an advocate. I, I always say since we, you know, when we get pregnant, we become advocates, but I've been an advocate for 20 something years. And it started with um, Lily, who you'll get to meet because she was nonverbal. And um, so that journey began when she was about two and a half and I didn't know anything about anything, right? At that point I had raised kids, been around kids, had a daycare, nanny, all that stuff, but I didn't know anything about that world. So I had to learn. And then um, she went through a very traumatic experience at, at the age of five in school and that changed my journey again. Now at that point, what happened was I started a journey of, um, of going to speak at Capitol Hill in Nashville, Tennessee with senators and state lawmakers. And like, you've got to do something about this. You have to change, you know, so working on law for many years. Now I'm an ambassador advocate for a, a, a nonprofit called Autism Tennessee. And um, they had a, a fundraising benefit dinner that my husband and I were at last night. So I do a lot of community work for them. Um, like April 22nd, we had, uh, I arranged and had about 10 different disability organizations at our library for the community to come in, for families to come in and see what services are available to them. Because a lot of families don't realize 
everything that's available for them. And it can be a really lonely road. So um, I've worked on things like creating a sensory room in our library, making the sensory, the the library more sensory friendly and helping other libraries do that. I think it's very important. Um, Our library used to be the center of the community, right? Uh, literacy is 100% important in everyone's life. And even if you're a child who is nonverbal or disabled in some way or challenged, you know, and I don't like to use the word disabled. I usually use the word challenged um, because all of us have challenges, right? Yep. But, um, you know, making it uh, applicable for every family to come in, I, I just think is really, really an important thing. Um, so we've done a lot of events with the library. Um, the girls saying we had some other live musicians come in that day at the library. Uh, we've got another event coming up June 9th. Um, so it, it's, I, I just, you know, because I, and then my son is, is on the spectrum, he's autistic and, uh, you know, this is something that I, that I live, eat and breathe every day of my life. And, um, I, I've had to learn how to advocate and hopefully how to be an effective advocate, uh, because your child sometimes can't do anything for themselves. And so it's your responsibility and they look to you, you've got to be their voice and, and help empower them. You know, if they have a challenge, whatever that diagnosis is, then you need to research everything you can so you can empower your child to be the best they can be. So then takes everybody from a place of feeling like a victim to, to victory, to success. Um, and some of that's based on what I've seen my kids overcome in their own lives. I mean, to have children who cannot talk or are Lily was Lily. Oh, you you muted yourself again. <laughs> Every it's time a, the screen goes off, I mute myself. Okay. It's that darn uh, computer. Yes, this darn computer. Um, but she, Lily, it's like she, we had to teach her how to speak English. Like the language she spoke was not English. It was not intelligible language at that time. To her it was. But when you have a child who is is babbling or cluttering or making noises, it's so frustrating for them because they can't communicate with you, even though behavior is communication. So I had to learn to to give her creative ways to be um, to be able to communicate, and I've done it with all three of my children. You know, I think this is why Elizabeth's been able to write pro- prolific songs uh, because writing and journaling was one of her tools I gave her. She had a really hard time expressing herself and talking because she was very shy, like write it, you know? So with my kids, it was like, write it out, dance it out, sing it out, run it out, play an instrument, but find a healthy channel for you. That's, that's legal. I always say legal, right? You're not going to get arrested uh, or in trouble or injure yourself, you know? Yeah. Right. I got, and I got to tell you, if you if you are getting an opportunity to watch this show um, in the second half, Lily's going to be here. And if you would have said to me that she was inaudible when she was a child, I wouldn't have believed you uh, because she is so talented mm-hmm. and she is so articulate. And 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 Elizabeth the same way. They they are. You've done you done good, mom. <laughs> well, thank you. That's what Sunday is about, right? Or well, exactly. let's all weekend. Woohoo! Well, I think you should make it an all weekend thing because it's really I think you should make it the rest of the, the year. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, you can leave a day in there for Father's Day, so Dad gets a little bit of. His I food. know, I know, my sweet husband. I know, bless his heart. You know, it's you never know when when you're having children. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, and nope. you know we've nope. we've been through some stuff in in our lives, and we're here on this side of it. And and I would say to you, if you have a child who has trouble expressing themselves, and you know, it, it's. I get to talk about this stuff a lot, which I love talking about. Um, and I just did a talk for the U.S. Nanny Conference. It'll go live in September. And I was talking about raising kids who are highly sensitive, intuitive, and empathic because they all kind of mesh together, these kiddos do. And we can't raise them the way that we've always raised them. You know, it doesn't work. We've uh, you know, behavior is communication with a child. So when a child is melting down and there's that person that says, oh my gosh, they can't control their child, bad parenting, blah, blah, blah. Most of the time it's do that, you know, that detective work. Uh, it, does my child need to eat? Does my child need a nap? Have I drugged them around all over the place? Is it hot? Are they uncomfortable? You know, that process of elimination to be able to get to them into a better health, mental health space it, and teach them how to be able to advocate for themselves. Mom, I'm tired right now, or I need some food, or, you know, I, I just feel really uncomfortable here, you know? Mm -hmm. what so, um, you know, that's our job, right? Well, I'll tell you, my, my granddaughter's on the spectrum mm -hmm. and she my son sent me a, a uh, little film of her. They bought her a piano. Mm, She's perfect. Perfect. And she was sitting there quietly, which is very unusual for her. And she was sitting there plunking out a tune on the piano. And she was being very patient with herself. So it, you don't know what it's going to be that's going to turn on that kid and, and make everything work for them. So just try everything. Mm, yes. Yeah. I've seen a child with Tourette's when they started singing, uh, all those symptoms disappeared. And it was just like, it was like watching magic, literally yeah. watching magic. And I've seen, you know, like, uh, my son was out of sorts a month or so ago. And I was like, Hey buddy, let's just go. We have a little area down the road from us. It's a little beach area. And there's like a trail through the woods and stuff. And I said, let's, let's just go check out the, no, I don't want to right, right, right. He was all fussy. And I, I went anyways. And I said, because I knew what he needed. I knew he needed to decompress and he needed some fresh air. And it was after school and um, he needed to, you know, nature vibrates at the same vibration that we are. So that's why when we go out and we're in nature, you're at the beach or you're the mountains or whatever it is. And you go, oh, I feel so much better now. Right. right. Um, so we went and we did a little hiking and we picked up some shells and threw some rocks in the lake. And then he was like, oh, mommy, I feel so much better. I said, that's what that's why you get the title of mommy <laughs> i'm like i know buddy that's why i brought you out here kicking and screaming with me <laughs> right now. now i would be remiss if we didn't talk about your books the children's books oh. you've written and also the last book which just as a synopsis is um five kids that are mean to a, another a six kid the six kid passes away and the five kids feel terrible then they go to i'm not going to tell the whole thing but they go to the uh the child who has passed away's house and, and confess to the parents and then there's this chest and then uh, the adventure 
goes from there. And that's, that is a really cool synopsis. How did you come up with that? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And actually, um, I don't know, I don't know when we talked last, but my, um, I got a new publisher at Christmas time, Thornton and I did because our publisher passed away last year in June. So we got a new publisher at Christmas. The books are in revamping right now. We're getting, we're doing a new cover and everything. I'm so excited uh, about it. Uh, but Thornton and I started writing that story in 2018. Believe it or not, it goes all the way back to then. And part of that's based on a true story in his life. There was a child when he was in elementary school that passed away. And so we began, it's like that process of creativity, you know, of creative, uh, just those ideas and thoughts. And so I, at that point I was, you know, I was as passionate then as I am now is about um, writing, empowering things for kids that teach, that educate. So I said, okay, we need this in the story. You know, there's bullying still going on and how can we take it and make it uh, and talk about lots of different things. Let's talk about, and we considered leaving out the whole death thing because that's a pretty, um, that's a hard conversation to have with a child if they've not been faced and known anybody, you know, a lot of kids have been, have gone through it now through the pandemic, but, you know, um, let's talk about, instead of this just being a bullying story, let's talk about these kids really being remorseful in, in, in looking for forgiveness and learning how to forgive themselves and taking ownership of, of their behavior. Let's write a story that way, you know, and that's kind of where we went with it. I think I I think it's wonderful what you're doing. And by the way, you've got four other books that I cannot pronounce part of the title. Okay, uh, delicious. Um, oh, is it that one or is it the the uh, perfectly Robert? precious? Poo is it delicious? Delicious. Yeah, that's that's my the my three books for the littles for little kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my little guy on the cover. Oh, it is cool. Yeah. And, and you can, you can go to Amazon and pick up all of these books. And, yeah. The uh, books are still for sale. They're just getting revamped, but there's still copies for sale there. Um, you know, and somebody could always contact me if they wanted to, I have copies at home. Um, but, but those were inspired. Well, I say God, but then my son and the way he came into this world, it was a pretty tough situation. And, um, as I was nursing him, he was about five months old and, I survived his birth and he survived the birth. And um, I was in this state of just, God, thank you so much. And I just, the story came and I was like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, because <laughs> I had at that time, most of my life I've written poetry. Um, and so that story came and then I sat on it for about two years because I was like, I'll save it for my children. You know, at that time I was like, I'm just a mom who wants to read what I write. And, um, I felt like somebody was just doing this on my shoulder. You know, you got to do something with this. You have to do something with this. And so I went to someone and then they introduced me to Thornton and we connected immediately. And he was like, Oh my gosh, I really love this. I showed him everything I had written at that time. And, uh, he said, I really love this manuscript. Can I write 10 songs for it? And so he did. And then it was absolutely just all magical how it happened. And we got a contract pretty quickly. And then about three months after the book came out, we got a, a gold maxi literary award for the book, which was very amazing. And congratulations. You know, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And do you know, 30 minutes has gone by already. I know. I just, uh, my, my phone just came on and I was like, Oh, Okay, it's already five thirty. 
<laughs> exactly. So I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, okay. and I'm going to uh, uh, tell Eric to sp- to dispense with the commercials uh, for this hour because I want to bring um, uh, Elizabeth and Lily in, and and but instead of the commercials, can we play my favorite song in the whole world? Absolutely. Yeah. And did you get a chance to listen to the new one I sent you? Because that's not even out yet. Like this will be like the first time, you know. I know this is a world premiere that we're going to right? We're going to save that for the end of the show. But uh, one of my open win. How did how did you know it was that one? Because <laughs> I know because you've told me before. I know you love that book. And listen, we're still working on that and and trying to get you know, the song into uh, a film or a commercial and, and, and get those, get those idea of the boxes created. So. And the, the name of the song is open win and it is by sisters J and the premise of the song is that her boyfriend is going off to college and she was feeling badly. He was feeling lonely. And so she put together her and her sister put together a box full of, of uh, envelopes with sayings in them and with heartfelt things that she wanted him to know. And so when he was feeling down in another town far away, that she would, that he could open up one of those and get just a, just a sniff, just a little bit of home and it would brighten his day, brighten his spirits. And I'm convinced that that is a big deal. That needs to be a big deal. We all should do that for each other. I think so too. I love it. And I just, you know, she and Thornton and I sat down and we wrote that song like two summer, actually two summers ago in July. And, um, I will, and I, I remember I was driving in the van. Um, <laughs> okay. She's as ready as it'll ever be. Okay. Uh, you, I'm going to tell her to get on. You can get on. Okay. And, um, I remember driving in the van. I was thinking about what can we call this song? I was like, open wind. That's what it's about. It's about open wind letters. So let's just call it open wind. And uh, by the way, Elizabeth, or excuse me, Mary Elizabeth Jackson has been our guest. Go to maryjackson.com, maryejackson.com. Yes. And you can find out all about her, buy her books. And um, you're just doing remarkable work and I want to thank you. Are you going to hang out or are you going to yeah, turn it over to the Absolutely. Girl? I can hang out with my girls. I love my girls. Well, of course, of course you do. Mom. <laughs> so instead of, so um, Eric, we're going to go ahead and play open when, oh, before I do that, I got to do this because I promised her I would. Um, it is now in the West coast. It is three thirty-three in the afternoon if you don't have flowers for your mother yet you're running out of time <laughs> so go to anaturaldesign.com you can go to their website you can buy some flowers if you live in the kirkland bothell um northern um, um um east east side area they'll have them delivered for you and you can make it on sunday everybody else is going to be really busy so mm-hmm. and you get 20 percent off so just go positive talk radio PTR all caps 20 and that'll get you 20% off your order. So if you ain't done it yet, fellas and gals, go do it now. Design.com. I have my little pot with my two little plants sticking up. So <laughs> perfect. This is, um, and Eric, this is sisters J and the name of the song is open wind. Song, open wind, forget. 
Sisters J. You know, mm. that's just not fair <laughs> to be so young and so talented. And I know Elizabeth wrote that song again when she was like 16 or 17. Well, actually, we no, she okay, that song she wrote, we she and Thornton and I wrote two years ago. And then um clearly their second song she wrote when she was 16 and breathe in the new one. She wrote that one also when she was 16. 
And just just so everybody knows, uh, Open Win has been uh, viewed and downloaded on Positive Talk Radio well over twenty thousand times. I know it's so exciting. So it's really, it's really, and you know, you can't hide good work. And they are, they're talented. They're they're very down to earth. Um, well, and shall we, shall we talk to, or to, shall we talk to them? Yeah, let's talk to them, not about them. <laughs> exactly, because they're both standing right there, right? Yeah. Well, actually, are they? They're. They, she said they're waiting. Or do you have them there? Oh wait! Oh, there they oh, are. There they are. Hello, hello. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Would you like to wish your mother a happy Mother's Day? Yes, yes happy, happy Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> I love y'all. I was sitting here just goosebumps listening to y'all's song, and it's so. It seems like it's so funny because compared to the new one, you know, the new one's so fast. <laughs> Yeah. Compared to open wind, it's just I was like, oh, this is so relaxing. Do you know that when you said that to your mother, the Happy Mother's Day, you harmonized just by accident? <laughs> we do oh that. no, it's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It, it it does. You you guys, I I love your work so much. I'm glad. I'm, congratulations on the third song. Thank I think you. it's going to do really well. Now the second song did really well too, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, What's it was it? very exciting to just see something that we created just kind of blowing up and people really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Yeah. Well, and and Thornton, or excuse me, not Thornton, but uh, um, Ted will tell Ted Perlman will will just gush over your potential and what's going to happen with you guys. So, so mm -hmm. I'm thank you for being here. And uh, um, in talking with your mom, did, and you're a little older now, so did you, did you ever kind of get the idea of how talented she is in her own right, doing all the things she does? How she blows us away every day. With everything that she does. <laughs> okay, now you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We we'll get you a tissue. <laughs> yeah, I'll just grab one from the room and run over to where she is. Okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are in the same house, just different different devices. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like mom's just right around the corner right now. Yes. <laughs> and uh, um, Elizabeth, are you still teaching? Um, I finished up teaching. Sadly, it was very bittersweet. Um, my friend who I was uh, teaching on her maternity leave, we uh, it was for middle school choir, and we had a shared concert where we both conducted half of it. So it was really cool to kind of get to share that moment with her. So, Oh, that's a, congratulations. And, you know, Lily, I, I said during the show, and, I, and you are so talented, and I would not have believed that when you were two years old that you had – problems with speech <laughs> yeah uh i get that sometimes be like wait a minute now she doesn't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i love you i'm used i'm, I'm making up for lost time <laughs> well that, that's really good that's really cool now you've gotten the, this song what are you going to do with the song that just came out that's not out yet that we're going to play we're going we're making our music video on the 20th which mm -hmm. is going to be very very fun it's going to have more than just us two in it <laughs> we're trying to spread the message with everyone as many people as we can because the message is universal and can oh, mean yes. the same thing for everybody but then also it's individualized and that's the whole point of the song 
And the message is to breathe in and remember who you are, no matter what's going on in life to mm-hmm. just breathe. And just because when things get crazy and super, super fast, we get really stressed. We forget things and things can be really tough. But if we just breathe, it helps our mind calm down. And I have to remind myself to just like take a second, step back, remember who you are, what's going on. Because every time I've gotten lost in life, when I come back to my roots with my family, my friends, my inner values, I feel more settled into my Mary, how did they get so smart? (laughs) Well, there was a lot of, you know, hanging up by the tree out front, you know, upside down. I'm kidding. I'm joking. No. (laughs) Yes, this is our past punishments that brought us. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I don't know. I mean, I'm very lucky. Uh, I'm so grateful every day. I thank God so much. and I'm just so proud of both of them. I can't even tell you how proud I am. Okay, now I'm gonna start crying again. Um, I know we had to we had to breathe earlier today, Elizabeth and I both were like, Meow. you know, just it's one of those days. And I was like, we need to do what the song says. We got yeah. to breathe, and you know, just for yeah, we have to just especially it's been mom. raining all day. I know mom's been it's been raining all day, and mom's been running all day. It's just been one of those days. But uh, you know, I'm just so proud of them. And in, you know, I, I, I prayed a lot raising them. God, I, I needed help. You know, God send me tools. God send me help because not every parent's faced with um, children with challenges. Uh, all kids are challenging to raise, right? I mean, it's most kids have it's work as a parent to raise kids. And then you want them to turn out to be humans that give back to the world instead of taking from it, you know? And I, I just think that it took a lot of combinations of things um, with them, like the outlets, you know, they had to have, we're creative beings, we're intended to be creative. So you got to give your kids creative outlets, whatever it is. I don't care if it's building Legos, you know, or digging in the dirt or baking, whatever it is for a child, you know, make a chalkboard wall in your house and let them go to, go to, you know, go to that. What Lily went through in her life. So we talked about earlier that writing was a real channel for Elizabeth and and art was as well. Uh, Music is something I love watching her play her instruments because she becomes the music when she sings, when she plays her clarinet, it's it's very powerful. Uh, Lily um, art was her saving grace for the trauma she went through as a child. She kind of drew her way through her life uh, and and helped her process. And so those are safe havens for my children. Uh, They're safe there. Music doesn't judge. Paper doesn't judge. Um, and, And so a child needs that. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Elizabeth, I am just stunned that you can sing and play the clarinet at the same time. <laughs> it's. Uh, you wow, can. I didn't know you could do that. I, 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 I can't. You can hum and play at the same time. <laughs> you can look it up. That's. Anyway. <laughs> that's, 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 now, that's talent right there. It's not easy. I struggle. Yeah, we put her out on the corner. I'm like, we got to pay the bills. Get out there on the street, kid. Hey, congratulations, Oats. That is that is way cool. And and where do you guys? You know, last time we talked, um, I I referenced that 
that you remind me of a couple of sisters that are from this neighborhood. Um, and that would be the, um, um, the heart sisters. And I think that your talent is, is every bit as good as theirs. And, and, uh, if you listen to Ted Perlman talk, um, he, he, he's not gonna let you out of his sight. He, he's funny. No, we've already learned that. <laughs> Last time he was on the show, he was, he was like, nope, they want to do this and they want to do, nope, they're going to sing, dang it. And make <laughs> that's going to be their thing and they want to go act and they want to go do this and then and which you guys are can are both very talented in a lot of different ways so congratulations and, you, and you're young and you're smart and you're talented it's not fair i'm telling you <laughs> very kind it's a lot of years of investing um you know there's a lot of things the girls had to give up it was their choice a lot of times you know because they they had to rehearse or practice or something i mean you don't want to lose all your childhood to that but it, it you know there are people who think some of this stuff now you do have your brilliant geniuses they you know look at an instrument and they know how to play it from the age of three on but most, most people have to put a lot of hard work into it and and i'm here to say i've watched years and years and years of hard work on both their parts you know to get to the level of ability that they have, you know, it, it takes a lot of years of, of pruning that. And um, so I'm super proud of them. You know, it's, it's not only been therapeutic for them in their lives, but it, it's also been, you know, it's turned into this. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool how that's happened. Indeed, indeed. And I want you guys to go and gals that are listening to this, go to sistersj.com. And what I want you to do I'm checking to make sure. Yes, I'm. That you you have songs available on your website. Yes. Yes. Go there, please. This is my public service announcement. Please go there. Do not um, do not stream the music. Buy it, please, because these are these talented people need to be able to continue to produce music. And you can't do it if if it's streamed because you get. I knew a guy that that he had a half a million um, um, streams on on Spotify, and they sent him a check for like sixty bucks. It's like I know it just doesn't work. So go to sistersj.com and buy the music, please. And what's next? You've got a song that's just brand new out. What are you you're doing the video for it? Then what are you going to do to back that up? Are you going to do, when are you coming out here? When are you going to tour do a national tour? I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> that that's would a be really very good question. Cool if we yeah. did that in the future, it would be, it's we have to go to heaven first. Yes. You have yes. to come out to Seattle. Absolutely. Yeah. That'll be yeah. our first stop. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take you to, uh, uh, Fremont which is where uh, some of the uh, the grunge movement began. Oh, cool. Absolutely perfect. Yep. Awesome. And you know, Ted will be with us, so. Of course. He was there. He, he predates that. <laughs> just put, pack him in your luggage. He'll be fine. Actually, he actually would be, I think. We just give him a couple of snacks and cookies. He'll be okay. <laughs> in, indeed, indeed, and, and absolutely. So tell us about... Um, the the song that, that we're going to play at the end that we're going to take out at the end of the show is the new song and and uh that that by the way that was a hint to eric that he didn't know that until just this moment that we're going to play take that out in the last four minutes of the show so that people can listen to it kind of in its entirety but you did that when you were 16 uh how did you no 
Is yeah. that right? Yeah, she did. I'm sorry. I'm just like, yes, it just still amazes me. But yes. And and what do and and you you wrote the song and the lyrics both? Mm-hmm. The the way that you will hear it now um, is different from the way that it was originally written just because I wrote it on guitar and we've taken it and put a bunch of stuff in. Ted has come up with a bunch of it, but it has the original melody lines and original, original meaning in it. So we've just added to it. But I remember writing it at 16 um, and this one helped me. I couldn't do it without her. Um, And I remember being actually downstairs in this house, having this uh, just kind of download of information uh, because I wanted to write a lullaby, which it's, not a lullaby, but that was the original intention. It um, was. <laughs> to write a song to uh, give peace uh, to people with anxiety, people like myself and uh, my family members and friends, um, to just breathe and remember who you are. And the words just kind of came to me. And as I've played it throughout the years, as we as we have performed it, um, it has meant different things to me. Like I remembering back on these moments, I remember sitting in this room, like literally like two feet from where I'm sitting, figuring it out with her and then being like, Oh my God, this is perfect. Uh, well, it's not perfect, but you know what I mean? I really like this. Um, because the words are lay your head down beside, forget all your worries. Um, and the words to me, this is my interpretation, is like God speaking to me, being like, hey, it's okay. Just come and lay at my feet. Everything will be okay. Just focus on me and remember who you are and just breathe. And then in the second verse, you'll hear, um, that's what you told me. You said you love me and I can't remember. I can't make sense of it at all. And in my brain, that's like me saying, I don't fully understand why you love me, God, but I'm still going to breathe. And that's just my interpretation of it from over the years. And it gives me chills just thinking about it because I think that's such a powerful message. It doesn't have to be interpreted that way because it has such a universal message to begin with, because just breathing, remembering who you are doesn't necessarily have to mean the same thing to me as it does to other people, but it's still such a powerful message. And I mean, in my mind that I want to share it with other people because we can go through life and just start running and not, and forget to actually breathe. And so that's the whole idea. Well, I will tell you that that uh, in my world, when you get a download like that and you have goosebumps because of it, uh, that's truth. Mm. Amen, amen. amen. <laughs> and that is, and 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 thank you for being attentive to it and to listen to it because that is a message that can can impact a great deal of people around the world. Well, that's what we hope. We really do hope that it'll. Um, we really do hope this will this will bring it'll be it'll be very successful everywhere. It's one of those things. It's like you know the gospel according to Paul McCartney, don't you? Mm-hmm. Just let it be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that song came to him in a dream, right? Yeah. That's what he. Yep, and and, the, and his mother came to him who had passed right. on, That's and, right. uh, and his mother's name was Mary. Mm. Uh, Wow. And stuff. So, um, but I, I got to tell you, I, 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 I need a longer show. That's all there is to it. Because you guys, I could talk to you guys for hours. I really, really love your work. Wow. I love who you are as people, as as human beings. That you're you're working to to, to do some remarkable things. And at twenty, what? three or whatever 22 something like that almost 23 i'll be 23 in two months 
You uh, don't like that. <laughs> and Lily's the baby. Not no, she's the middle child, but you're no, the younger. I used to be. Then, then my brother existed. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. Um, the, I just want to say thank you for the two of you, Mary. Thank you for all that you do. Go mm -hmm. to um, Mary E jackson.com go to sistersj.com um and by the way making music is expensive if you mr gates are hanging around listening to kixie today i'd love for you to write them a check oh uh, please that is very kind of you oh my thank gosh you. thank you for all that you do too we love we could talk to you for hours well thank you 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 guys make it guys make it so much fun for me to do this show and um if this is this is my relaxation this is how i breathe is mm -hmm. is by doing this show and talking to great people who uplift my spirit and you guys uplift me uh to a great degree and i really appreciate you oh, we love you kevin so we're going to surprise you when you come out there so you just won't do a private show That'll, that'll be so much fun. So we've been talking with Lily and Elizabeth Jackson. They are sisters, Jay and Mary Elizabeth Jackson. She is a song. She's a writer. She does all kinds of stuff. Go to her website and thank you guys for being here. Now this, the song is called. Breathe in. Breathe in. And Eric, we'll just take this out. The, the show out with this. And by the way, everybody be kind to one another because. Each other's all we've got. Mm -hmm.